0: Hi, Pella. Hi, Gargi. Hi, Gargi. Hey. Hi. Welcome Welcome. back, listeners, to another podcast. Who the hell? Who's eating? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Damn,
2: got clocked in the first 20 seconds. (laughs) I was
1: was not eating. I'm so sorry. The clinking was my... A uh, glass straw on my
2: glass mason
1: jar.
0: Okay. With retrospect. I, I yeah, yeah, I respect the, I respect that. It's fine. Respect a stupid idea. <laughs>
2: Sorry, yeah, my, my um, Brita filter is like pissing out water. So it sounds <laughs> bad. <laughs> wow, you could have chosen a better word. Like yeah, really? It. I, no, I respect it. I respect it. It's pissing out water.
0: Yeah, I won't yuck your yum, argue thank you um, <laughs> fuck okay <laughs> anyway, yeah we all here we all here so i wanted to check in on my fellow introvert friends because i read an article recently on the new york times literally called check in on an extrovert today mm-hmm. and it basically talked about how we need to be more mindful of the social changes during the time since the pandemic started and it made me really intrigued by how differently people respond because in the this isn't even related but in the actual article in the very beginning the author was like you see all these memes about introverts loving that fact that they can cancel plans or sleep in or you know isolate themselves where are the memes for the extroverts? (laughs) And it was just like, no, that was less relatable than the rest of the article. Mm -hmm. But I think it introduces a really interesting idea about how people respond differently during these times. And and I think we have talked about this before when we were going through the thick of it when it first started, um, like back in in March and April. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I don't know about you guys. I had a hard time Isolating myself because of the the extroversion label that I subscribe to most of the time. Although lately I've been a lot more introverted and become more com- comfortable with it. Um, but now I don't know. It's it's really strange to see the nation open back up again in New York, especially you know this week, mm-hmm. knowing that social gatherings and things like that won't be the same what do you think
2: I have a question yeah kind of going off of your extraversion to introversion like do you think you've kind of like you were you like I don't know evolving or changing before quarantine started or do you think quarantine kind of expedited whatever like feelings or kind of i don't know the ways you like to connect with people change
0: that's hard to answer i guess because we we can't imagine a time if none of it happened and i do feel like i have become more and more introverted as i get older just because i've i have less energy in general, and I've calmed down a lot more. But I still found myself, like, hitting my head against the wall so Mm. many Friday nights where I'm just like, what do I do? Um, I can't go anywhere, nothing's open. I can't um, see anyone. And I think even though there's the, there's like the video chats and, and whatnot, there is kind of an experience in preparing to see someone physically like commuting there, Um, even before that, when you were like getting ready and putting on makeup and picking out the outfits, it's like a, it's an experience that's inclusive of from when you first start thinking about going to when you come back home. So I think the video Mm -hmm. chatting and phone calls are, they don't feel much different from what phone calls feel like when, you know, before the pandemic started to me or like video chats.
2: That's fair. I think you're probably one of my only friends that actually like just like spontaneously picks up Facetime. Like I think for a lot of people, like yeah. video has kind of become like a like a sad excuse for hanging out with people, where it's almost like mm-hmm. you almost don't have the luxuries of trying to bail or being like, oh, I have something else to do. I'll be right there, or just any other regular excuses you might have with in person gatherings. They're all kind of like almost flattened into this 2D version of what they yeah. are. So I think that's very interesting. What about you, pal?
1: I I don't know. I think it's also different depending on like I mean, it's pretty obvious, but I think like the way you approach it can pretty much speak to the experience you'll have. So for me, like typically I like to just get ready for fun like that's one of my good times. And even for like Zoom chats, there have been certain times where I like get up, you know, maybe 30 minutes before and I'll just do something fun or like put on something that I think, you know, if I was going out, I would be happy to like dress up, kind of live a little, Mm -hmm. like, you know, a little like new or exciting or whatever, makeup, clothing. Um, I'll set up like, my lights and things in my room. So it feels kind of like an event. And also I just, but I think I just had a different experience than you because when quarantine started, it was so easy for me to just stay home and do my thing. I was, right. I, I think I surprised myself a little bit because as much as we joke around about those things, or oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs>
2: excited. Yeah, I didn't mean to, you know act like I was at a wedding party or anything.
1: But yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think I don't know. It's funny because you think I mean not that anyone envisioned a pandemic at any point in their fantasies. But I don't know if you guys have ever had this moment of thinking like, what if where's this going? In a world where like the classic fantasy of like, if I died, who would go to my funeral? <laughs> or like <laughs> You know, I think similarly as people who have in a lot of moments confronted questions of like, am I as extroverted as I I believed I was at one point? Like, am I as introverted as now I'm beginning to label myself? Like, no, neither fits. Like, what the hell? And seeing a soft transition. There have been moments where I, I do kind of think to myself like, all right, if phones didn't exist or like if you know something happened and like I couldn't see people (laughs) it sounds like I manifested this shit but no 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 it's more of like you know in different ways similar concepts have already made me question how I would react in these scenarios and when something like this pandemic happened it was kind of shocking to see how easy it was for me and like almost how relieved I was in some sense in certain moments or like you know like for example maybe this is like a silly one but my birthday was coming up like right before everything hit and <laughs> most people were like devastated they're like damn this is whack like I want a refund like who gets you know their birthday in a pandemic like this and I was like whatever. like I'll be chilling and you know besides the obvious oh man it would be kind of sick to get like a hug from my loved ones yeah. I was kind of like ah i had already been stressed a little bit about like oh do i have to throw a function who should i invite like etc i don't know it alleviated a lot of those random things this sounds so bad dude i am not i i'm not out here like yo this pandemic hey it's lit like no 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 but i do think you might surprise yourself i don't know because even going to some of those zoom
0: things i was like damn do
1: i really gotta go to this (laughs) really I mean, it depended on the day, but, you know, it's like, yeah.
0: I think we tend to see it as linear, like as if we'll never become more extroverted again in our lives. At least that's what I think sometimes. I'm like, wow, I can't believe this is it. Like I'm turning old or whatever. But I I do think it's always in flux. And um, that was one of the problems with the Myers-Briggs personality test. It was originally made uh, in response to Carl Jung's research mm-hmm. by like the mother and daughter um mm. who become really they became really well known yeah um and they made the personality tests in response to their reception of carl Jung's research and i think the mother was going through depression because mm. she had graduated um i think her name's like miss cook either briggs or myers i really i oh, hope it's Myers <Okay>.
1: I don't know, a crazy guess here, but it yeah. sounds like it's either uh, or No, breaks.
2: you're right. It was Briggs. Miss Catherine Cook Briggs. Yeah, oh, well,
0: Um, she went after she graduated from college. She was like top of her class. Had a great time. She immediately settled into the a domestic lifestyle with you know one of her um college friends. They married. They had a kid. Um, she fell into some kind of depression. She started looking really really into carl Jung's research and i think that's one of kind of like the bastardizations of of our modern you know millennial outlook of extroversion introversion and like Mm -hmm. our relationships with our social life because you know there's there's a binary that people think exists when it's it's really in reality spectrum and i know pal is very passionate about this um
2: But but I don't know why it sounded sarcastic. It wasn't. I mean,
1: no, I feel you. I feel you. I'll just, it's more of like, rather than passionate. I think the irony is that these things are set up to be like labels for ways that we further understand a person. And we then ironically made them a bit of like a misleading title or we made them you know too I guess segregated from that original notion of what it was even meant to do and kind of like just liked the notion of the simplicity of one or the other and then it became harder to actually understand like all right if you're just going to look at this as this binary and you're going to label a person as one or the other and you're not listening to the you know, moments or experiences or things that they say that they find don't relate to that title, then you're always going to have misconceptions with that person. And you'll never truly understand, I think, the reality of, like, why they function the way they function, how it happens, and how those things read, you know? Yeah. I remember my first fight ever on this conversation was with one of our uh, good friends um, from college. (laughs) and Aisha actually um and both of these like moments happened where they were pointing finger essentially at like a scenario where i didn't want to go out and they were like dude like that that's so rare or i don't know how it started it started as a conversation about like not wanting to go out or something and then led to this idea that i i said to them like i mean i just don't have like the energy i'm not as extroverted as you two and then Aisha and our friend were like, that's a fucking lie. Like, you're clearly an extrovert. Like, you can't even begin to say that. And I was like, dude, I am, like, up my wit's end going out this much. Like, I, I can't handle it. And then it turned into kind of this, like, little argument that, for me, told me more about how, like, two people were always going to misread if I didn't want to go out. Because they just assumed I, I was just, like, blowing them off rather than understanding. Like, I just mm-hmm. didn't have the capacity or energy that someone else might Mm -hmm. And I thought it was interesting because we were 18 at the time, you know, like understandably getting to know people, you know, giving the opportunity to just like constantly be out, do a million things at once with everyone in the world. (laughs) It was excessive, but you know, some people were thriving and some people weren't. And I was sitting there like, okay, like how, you know, how do you, and also how do you tell someone? Or how do you explain to someone?
2: I was having that conversation with one of our friends who is Mm -hmm. very much on the derives energy from being with other people, like, like, couldn't be further away, like on the other side. And, and, um, I was trying to explain to him how, um, we were just like so different in the sense where, um, it's really difficult (laughs) i'm so sorry now i sound like i have a like a problem (laughs) processing like (laughs) words from my brain to my mouth right now um
0: okay but your extroverted friend
2: yeah Yeah. i lost the plot for a second thank you for bringing me back um it's the the scarf one (laughs) um that is just that i do like there is a point where if you're introverted, you just do not enjoy going out. Like there's no nothing to be kind of gained there. Or like I was just having like mm. difficulty like Putting explaining that. Yeah. Sometimes you like being alone. Like it's just yeah. a thing. Like you like you don't need to fill your time with people. And it was kind of like there is it's so hard to explain your like lack of desire to want to be around people which is also like a very human thing as well Mm -hmm. it's just yeah like explaining it to someone who doesn't feel the same way is so difficult
1: i mean i will say though that's why i think it's so important to like kind of define those words even and i'm surprised honestly that we didn't do that in the beginning when aisha kind of began to describe this article and things like just taking a moment to describe the fact, like even to me, if you would have said that to him about like introverts don't get anything going out, I would have been like that. that Yeah. That's not necessarily true. It's like, that makes a very black and white. Right. And I think for someone who already is confused, like our friend, mm-hmm. that would have been like even more confusing. But I think it's, it's also a matter of like explaining to them this notion of, energy as a thing that's impossible to quantify mm-hmm. but has to be understood as a bar that is set totally differently in every yeah, person yeah. and energy has nothing to do with personality with you know hobbies with the only you enjoy- way
2: i think i ended up explaining it as like a like a like a video game life thing where your coins are just different to my coins kind of thing like the only way to get your mm. energy back for a person that doesn't necessarily want to be around people all of the time. Like their coins are just a different kind of coins, but we can get to the full energy just different ways.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
2: Did that work with what did he I think I think question? he got what I was saying, but it was more of like he just couldn't fathom that people needed different coins. That's so cute.
0: So how did, he, how did he cope with being isolated in the pandemic?
2: Actually, I haven't spoken about that. I would say... That's so funny. I'm Re- so curious. Well, surprisingly. Oh, so, I was going to say relatively poorly. I just think <laughs> wow. we haven't seen it that much.
1: That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think...
1: Sorry, 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 sorry to interrupt. But you didn't comment on your experience
2: with this oh, pandemic. I oh, I was going to say, um, I definitely had uh, the flux that you were talking about earlier, which is like, I was, it was like a good start in like March and then April. And then I think I, I hit like rock bottom in the sense where I needed people at like mm-hmm. the end of April, May. And then, like, that's when I was like, oh, like, what's happening? I, ca- I can't be with myself anymore. And then I, like, gradually, like, kind of mm-hmm. dealt with it again. And, like, now I'm fine. And I was actually, like, thinking about it earlier today. Like, I don't even, I don't know if I want to, like, go outside again. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like It's not, like, <laughs> this, this isn't as, it's not horrid anymore. I'm sure my next like trough is coming soon, trough. but like, like we're still like on yeah. the the peak personally here where it's kind of like, yeah, like I'm, I'm having yeah. a good time being my, by myself again.
1: I think that leads like kind of the funny alternate question that Aisha asked is like, <laughs> how are you feeling about everything opening up? Because yeah. I think that in itself also speaks to this. And I do think it's interesting that for both of you and don't get me wrong, obviously there have been multiple moments where I want to also be with people. But I think my differentiation was like, for you guys, the default is, or you're more in the middle, <laughs> but um, for you said the default. Ones,
2: <laughs> I'm blue core. Yeah.
1: I go back and forth. <clears throat> I think the default for Aisha, who I would label a little more extroverted, um, was definitely to automatically feel the effects of like not having that social interaction, which, you know, makes sense also because you were living alone. So that's another factor. But I think like for me, it was the opposite where my default was kind of like fine. But then occasionally I have moments where I just like severely like, do need that interaction, which, you know, is kind of always again going back to the point that like even the term introverted didn't exist the original conversation on this was a scale and it was the extroversion scale and that I think really is kind of eye-opening when you start to point to that whole energy as like a value thing and you start to explain these two terms in terms of that like intrinsic you know, theoretical number of like how many coins you have, mm-hmm. etc. And, um, I think it's kind of like important to also unite people and seeing that at the end of the day, we're very similar in our necessities. Like you do need human contact. Yeah. You just might need more or less depending on, you know, your, I guess, type of, you know, where you get that energy and you do need moments of isolation, but you might need more or less. And for me, like thinking of, the world reopening honestly is already kind of freaking me out because I think I'm one other important thing is like you two talked a lot about adapting which is super interesting because again things like this don't happen in normal people's lifetimes right normal people what a what a statement but most people's lifetimes don't have you know this weird gap where you don't see people forever and I think like the ability to adapt, or this is, I guess, another conversation for later, but even the notion of seeing either introversion or extroversion as a weakness or strength, mostly because there's such discourse on this being an extroverted world where you benefit from having those types of qualities. I think that's a really fascinating thing that you guys like somehow found ways to adapt to that. And in that same way, I'm kind of scared because I know once the world reopens, like it is another moment of adaption, right, where everyone's going to have to change. But I've seen the streets flooded with people proving, right, that there's a whole segment of the population that can't even stand the notion of being inside any longer. Mm -hmm. And I'm really nervous about, like, having to join once things are, you know, theoretically safe enough.
0: What drives the nervousness? I know for me a a definite part of it is safety and just maintaining – my physical health but yeah I it's hard for me to imagine what social life would look like I I know that it it makes me feel uneasy about hanging out just like going to a concert or a party right post coronavirus Mm -hmm. I would say
1: take out the the like factor of the pandemic though because I think that is in itself like you know something that would be implied, but how do you feel about the notion of going back to a world that is a lot more? Mm. Um, how do I say it? Kind of focused on social, like that social aspect is, gotcha. you know, a
2: part of your day to day life. I think, at least for me, well, you said forget pandemic, but I'm not going to. Um, I think the reason you said child that I'm. <laughs> Nervous is that like I think the like mm-hmm. subtle like body language cues are like your face cues, and like you know how like the mosque kind of just almost somehow obscures every single sense you have a little yeah. bit um I think I'm nervous of needing to deal with me trying to pick up on people's emotions like with that concealment already mm-hmm. and being like six feet apart and not being able to exercise that like two-fifths of, like, version I do have because of that whatever, like, veil slash distance that is there. So, like... Mm
1: -hmm. That's fair, yeah. I feel
2: like that's, like, the Mm -hmm. last Mm -hmm. leg of that where I'm kind of, like, I would rather just stay at home than be, like, oh, well, that one-fifth of my energy is, like, just gone to the shithole. Yeah.
0: I often have to, like, become a theater major when I'm wearing my mask and asking for something at the grocery store or like (laughs) it looks pretty ridiculous I feel like if if someone was just witnessing me (laughs)
2: like
0: I need ice cream
2: (laughs) that's that's on point (laughs) try
1: them to fill I'm kidding we love you theater majors no yeah I mean I think that could translate in other words, because you used, that's the reason I was trying to avoid the pandemic situation is because I think this conversation like spans just through so much more. But I think even you giving that example speaks to me on a level of like, no pandemic, we were at a party. If you find yourself having difficulty, like for whatever, you know, reasons, kind of like having that social interaction with others and picking up on their cues or whatever, you are not about it. Like you prefer scenarios in which you have a little bit more of kind of a comfortable atmosphere where you can have those interactions and you know that you're picking up on those cues. You're able to have conversations. You're able to use your level of extroversion and your own social tactics
2: at Mm. their best level, which
1: makes sense. Like, Wow, you just said it
2: way better than I did.
1: I didn't i mean thank you i didn't think i did but i think in tandem with your example Mm -hmm. it makes sense alone it wouldn't have made as much sense Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's still you know it's still that question too yeah i
0: guess we'll see especially we're about to spend four straight days together eight people right yeah that that's going to be a very stark difference from what we've all been experiencing for the past three by then it would be four months it. oh
2: my god it feels like it's been a lot longer yeah it is yeah. i when um i had a friend come for a weekend and stay at my place and they were like talking about how much fun we're gonna have and whatnot and i was literally like okay. yes but like also my fuse has shortened to a quarter of an inch now. Like I get Mm -hmm. not upset, but like I get annoyed at the tiniest things now because like mind you I haven't seen people in like three months. So Mm -hmm. that's like something that's definitely gonna take practice to build my patience up again with dealing with other people. Have you ever
0: thought of meditating?
2: Me that's so funny. I used to be able to do it when you know we were in the normal world. I, like, I tried to pick it up back up when, you know, I went through my supposed trough of extroversion. I, I, my mind could not, like, stop, which is so, (laughs) like, I I haven't tried since because I was just like, that was a mess. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. I experienced the opposite. I didn't use to meditate. I, I couldn't sit down or devote. My attention or energy to it without getting really distracted, you know, doing it poorly, falling asleep, even. Like, we tried it, Zafe and I tried it in Montreal,
2: uh-huh.
0: and I straight up fell asleep. Uh, but lately, I think since April, I started, and it's been really good for me. And I've done it every day, oh, almost every good. day since. Yeah. So it's funny how, how to, you know, how we, respond differently to our yeah environmental factors and how it messes with our mind.
2: That's actually pretty crazy. It's like almost complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think
0: um I think I, I feel you on the what am I gonna do when I feel slightly out of touch with you know whatever social group is going to start talking or, or you know, mm. I get annoyed or I get tired. Like, how do I ease myself out of that situation? Or do I <clears throat> push through? I mean, I, I feel like it's bound to happen if we're going to spend for the listeners where it's eight people in um, Blackwater, Maryland for like a four day weekend. Um, and we're going to spend all of our time together and, you know, take a road trip there and drive back a lot of time being spent anyway I'm not nervous but I'm just curious as to what's gonna happen to me emotionally and how I'm gonna like deal with it
2: yeah I feel like the come down like I'm going into this like very positively but I feel like the come down for me like you know when you would have like a party or something when you were like younger and then like everyone would go and then you'd be like sad or was that just me? Or, like, when you have, like, a really fun sleepover and you go home. I literally
0: just saw on, yeah. yeah,
2: sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get that. Dude, that, that was me after
1: this weekend. <laughs> but,
2: like, like, so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's also a matter of, I mean, uh, I don't know if this is, like, a real thing. But the only thing I will say, ironically, about um, kind of being, like, in the middle, which we haven't even used the word ambivert. But I think that's an important word to also like bring up because it's the new coin term. It's like most um, recently added term to categorize that middle ground, like not introvert, not extrovert. But again, it kind of doesn't make sense when you look at it as like a scale. Like, what does that mean then? But regardless, um, I think it's really funny because in the time that we've been in quarantine, I've gotten a new version of FOMO which I like to call like faux mo like fake (laughs) like fake like
2: faux mo I love that
1: because (laughs) this fucking shit does not stop it is so annoying like (laughs) I am mad at things that aren't happening and me missing out because they can't happen like okay I should give examples because otherwise this makes no fucking sense for example I mean, there's two forms of FOMO. One, as things reopen, I critique the shit out of everyone that's just, like, out there licking, like, poles on the sidewalk and shit. Okay, no, you know, might be No
2: shade, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone that's just, like, at restaurants, at bars, living their best life. Like, look, I'm selfish, too. I want to be there. I can't deny that. Like, that's FOMO that makes me extra mad seeing that because I'm like, yo, if y'all just didn't do that, then maybe we could all do that in like a, you know, sooner amount of time. Like, damn. But then the faux FOMO is more of like when, for example, summer began right in the midst of this pandemic and the lockdown, right? And for me, like, summer is the one season that I actually want to be outside. It makes me just like want to take time to go out and, not like go out, but you know, like just sit outside or something, take in vitamin D, pretend I'm a piece of grass. I just Mm -hmm. like to like be outside. And I have been really frustrated with the idea that like all the things I would wanna do, maybe someone else can do, or like, you know, I'm not able to amidst like this pandemic, but they could have (laughs) happened. And that's like, thinking about like concerts, thinking about road trips, like, like, they're not actually happening. There's no FOMO there to be had. I'm not missing out. But the fear of the potential of missing out is now like in my head. And I was just like, dang, that is another mental like torture that just doesn't need to be happening in the middle of being stuck at home with your thoughts, you know, like, mm-hmm. why are you going to do me like this? Mine, like put some respect on my name. Don't. Oh, but then I think about it further. And I think it's also kind of maybe a fun.
2: Maybe you should. Thought exercise. Fun
1: <laughs> no, I, I'm more of a, I prefer. Well, maybe, maybe I should, I think everyone should try it. I should preface with that everyone should try meditation it's you know wonderful um but i think i just i'm more of like a i gotta put that somewhere so maybe a journal mm-hmm. is yeah. the avenue for me that's fair even though i have not been very good at that that's fine. i've
2: never thought of thoughts I like that i like that like huh? like meditation you're like trying to like let your thoughts be fleeting and like mm. you know as they come they go but you like to put them somewhere
1: Oof, yeah if they go I'm like yeah, yeah yeah I'm like, what? What I've never thought of it like that <laughs> I think my issue is that I have like I don't know I like I want to fight with the thought you know like I want a moment to like spar and like get the reality of that thought and maybe like you know look at its components Be like, what what like what what does this mean what about that Mm -mm." but then in meditation a lot of it is kind of that willingness to accept it it's like you're giving it that moment and that's it it's got its moment and I'm just like wait but what if the moment didn't let me you know and Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) I don't think thinking about your thoughts is really the best activity either like yo journaling I think I mean depending on how you use it obviously there's like a million ways to do so but like, if you're just looking back at those things, it's not necessarily like you're going to get a better answer than if you meditate or necessarily more productive or healthy for you. I just think it's like realizing that when you meditate, you should theoretically same with journaling. If it is the activity that works for you, then that tool should bring you some sense of peace after exactly. the
2: fact. Mm-hmm. And if
1: it doesn't, maybe try a slight iteration of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just not the time. Like maybe, yeah, you know, I'll be meditating every day
0: post pandemic. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, we are not to be. I think that's a good attitude to have generally too. Even with socializing, like being a little bit more forgiving with ourselves, um, and not becoming too frustrated because oh, we should be adapting sooner than than we actually are, like mentally or
2: yeah.
0: rushing into things or not, not really getting into things at all um, socially. I don't know. I feel like we're all like, all three of us are pretty, have Mm -hmm. pretty high standards with ourselves, especially when it comes to, I don't know, friendships. We all like are very active, you know, with Mm -hmm. our relationships in our life. um, And they mean a lot to us. So hopefully as you know, the coming weeks, Transpire with opening up, and we have our overdue road trips last weekend together. We'll be able to see some kind of silver lining, or or some kind of lesson learned, and and how we can manage social relationships, and and still, you know, give ourselves so kind of like a a break.
2: Yeah.
0: So thanks for joining us today uh, on this nameless podcast, and are you
1: serious don't even look at me don't even look at me it was not me for once and we'll see you next time oh okay sorry toodles